Here's a lap dance. <laughs> you are dumped. <laughs> That's oh, fantastic. Oh, please don't try to kiss me. Please don't try to kiss me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> I never got a text back. <laughs> I can just imagine why. Move on. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Officially Unofficial. My name is Natasha. And my name is Bianca. And today we're talking about closure. And does it exist? Short answer, absolutely not. Podcast episode done. (laughs) Just kidding. So before we start, how are you? I'm good, thank you. It's been a pretty hectic day. How are you? Breathing. So I feel like we're on a similar level. Amazing. What are you looking for in a relationship? Or no. Am I looking for a relationship? Exactly. Question number one. Um, I think that I'm at a stage right now where my life is pretty crazy and I'm trying to figure out a lot of things outside of the romantic space. Mm. So I am just looking to continue enjoying myself and going with the flow of things, but I'm not pursuing a relationship at the moment. What about you? Uh, dual income household. <laughs> I just want to make my life more affordable. <laughs> And that's about it. That's romance for you. Okay, so, Nat, do you believe closure exists? I definitely do. How do you feel about that? Wrong. (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) Um, No. And I'm going to jump straight into it because I have a lot of strong opinions on this. Um, I don't believe closure exists because I think it's a myth that everyone tells themselves so they can keep talking to their ex, keep screwing their ex, and just feel sorry for themselves in general rather than doing the hard work of self-development and moving on into the next stage of life. If that offends you, I don't care. Because if you're offended, you're probably guilty of doing exactly what I just said, one of the three. And we'll unpack that later. But I was reading, I didn't do, you know, extensively deep research on this, so I went with psychology. Everyone's looking at me. We're already getting controversial. Sue me! Um, I looked on psychology today and it started with the quote, no one can give you closure but yourself. Correct! Correct! I'm so over this narrative that someone else is in control of your own emotions. Emotions. I think they can definitely have an influence on them, but you will perpetuate whatever you're feeling. You are completely responsible for your own life, so stop feeling sorry for yourself and actually do the work to get over this relationship properly. Now, it went on to say, you know, people typically tend to look for closure when they're feeling rejected or they feel like they've been refused honest answers about why the relationship ended and they feel depleted of their dignity. So I definitely think ego comes into this because everyone wants to know, like, what was wrong with me? And it, Which is good. I think that can definitely aid um, self-development, which we're all a big fan of. Which is my understanding mm. of what closure is. Yeah, 100%. See, I think closure is an opportunity to adhere to, like, find a way to grow as an individual and to help the person that you were in a relationship with or Mm. seeing romantically or whatever the scenario was grow themselves. Yeah, but then I went on to read from How Stuff Works, another extremely reliable, non-editable source, non-user-contributed source, by searching for permanent closure to emotional pain, we are closing ourselves off to healthier ways of processing a difficult experience. Bingo! Literally what I'm going to get at for the rest of this episode. So if you're not getting closure, then how else are you dealing with, you know, a really negative breakup? 
getting over it and improving on what went wrong. So Wikipedia, my third extremely reliable, non-editable source for this episode, (laughs) said the need for closure is the motivation to find an answer to an ambiguous situation. Agree. Yep. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. The motivation is enhanced by the perceived, perceived emphasis on the word perceived benefits of obtaining closure. This idea that we're going to magically get all the answers to our breakup is a farce to me. It is a fairy tale. But I disagree that that's what closure is because... Well, Wikipedia said it is, so that's, <laughs> uh, that's what I'm going with. It had two citations that I didn't look up <laughs> from, actual psycho- <laughs> from actual psychology journals. But how, how would you define closure? So I had never really looked up the definition of what closure was and my understanding of the term has completely stemmed from the context of the sentences that I've heard it in. Okay. So I understand closure as the the step that you take or the conversation that you have with an ex in order to release whatever burden is on your shoulders Mm. and to then, you know, finish it off, like cut the slate clean. But do you actually do that unless you're just hardcore dumped and blocked? Well, I think that <laughs> <laughs> I think that I've only seeked closure twice. Mm. And the first time was when I was completely heartbroken by someone mm. and I was definitely not seeking closure. It was very much what psychology today said and it yep. was an excuse to, you know, spend more time with the person. I would arrive to the cafe where we'd meet because I needed my closure with a handful of questions and halfway through I'd forgotten the questions and it was all about having a good time and wanting to make him want to see me again. That's actually nice. (laughs) (laughs) See, I would feel like most people would go into that and then come out with a thousand more, which is another thing that shoots me. Like you go in looking to have, say, one question answered and then they do it and then you're like, oh, but then this thing and then this thing and then this thing and it becomes like a bloody thesis of questions that are never going to get answered. But that brings me to the second time where I was seeking closure. And this Mm. was when I was, you know, dating someone who I (laughs) perceive in a very, very negative light right now. We love that. (laughs) He was awful. (laughs) Um, And I got my closure via a text basically just saying that this whole relationship between us was really awful for these things. Mm. And... I'm completely over it, but I want you to, you know, know how bad of a person you were. How completely over it could you be if you felt the need to tell them that? Well, I felt the need to tell them that because I like helping the people that I interact with grow individually and I like having them do the same for me. I do not share that sense of altruism. Which is fair. (laughs) (laughs) Go burn and crash. That's another one of our differences. (laughs) Watch me thrive. But I feel like even though they didn't, you know, handle that well, I think that it's something that subconsciously will remain in their mind. Mm. And hopefully, at least I hope, in the future they refrain from acting the way that they did toward me. Yeah. Okay. I enjoy that. And I definitely agree that's a perceived benefit of, um, well, I'd say that's a perceived benefit of breakups in general. But it's also a very, very niche 
perception niche. of closure. Mm. So I urban dictionaryed it. Fuck, I'm really coming out with the um, <laughs> strong sources this episode. The first one I got was to gain a sense of red, red, bleh, to gain a sense of resolution, whether it be mental, physical, or spiritual. There's an atrocious spelling error in that sentence. Um, Where? Weather. It's the wrong use of the word. It's like weather is in elements, not weather is in a. Uh, like a conjoining phrase. Anyway, this isn't a, this isn't an English language podcast. Um, the second one was a word used by overly emotional, self centered drama queens in brackets, mostly women and gay men. Now, if we ignore like the sexist and kind of mildly homophobic nature of that, a hundred percent agree. Like it is for people who just want to indulge their egos. Again, if you're offended, I do not care. Um, to like get this to get this completion of a circle that doesn't exist like your ex dumped you because you weren't good enough for them in certain respects if you don't know what those respects are that's your problem like if you're literally sitting here thinking oh i need closure to because like i can't fathom why they dumped me Number one, you're going to go there and you're going to get answers that were probably pretty clear from the start. Or number two, you're going to get answers you never wanted. I was talking with a group of girlfriends of mine and we were talking about, you know, going through your partner's phone just to to stalk, to see their loyalty. And every single one of us said the times that we had done it, we have never, ever seen something that we really wanted to see. Like it was instant regret. And I think that's what the pursuit of closure does to people. Um, and this phrase, I actually didn't know this, it was coined in, I think, 1993 by three psychologists. I don't know how to pronounce the names of. We'll link that in the show notes. Um, but it was, like, born out of an individual's incapability to cope with relationship failure. And I feel like that's what people keep circling around. Um, yeah, so what types of closure are there? Because, again, Wikipedia says there is a need to avoid and a need for closure scale. The need to avoid is pretty much people who are like, A, I don't really care what happened, or B, like, I don't really want to know the truth, which I, I'd i say I'm a mix of both. Like, I've never felt the need to seek closure. Actually, no, that's a lie. I did once, I asked one question to my ex, and I was like, who's complete self-interest, I was like, do you ever regret the way that you treated me? And they said yes. And I was like, cool. I just wanted that sense of, like, self-justification. Um, Because they never said that when we broke up, so that was cool. But this high need people have for closure, which is, you know, akin to the scale that they created, like this this, um, need for closure scale, pretty much said it's usually people who exhibit um, impression primacy effect to correspondence bias. I have no idea what that means, but it's basically people who make rash judgments and resist persuasion Okay. Which is every single person I know who's ever been dumped. Like, every single person will be like, oh, no, we'll end up together. Like, you won't. No, oh, no, they no, were no, really no. good for me. Why'd you break up then? But like, on, but from the other point of view, like, not needing any closure whatsoever or any understanding of why mm. things went wrong, don't you think that sounds a little bit like a psychopath? No, I think the best revenge after a breakup is to move on and be happy. Grow the fuck up. I agree with that, but then I also like... (laughs) But. (laughs) But I also like the idea of being able, you know, to have the confidence to say to someone, this is what you did wrong in case you didn't know. But that's not closure. 
But it can be closure. How? Not because, by the definition we got from Wikipedia okay, and Urban Dictionary. Don't confuse the listeners. If we're if we're going by a Wikipedia and Urban Dictionary's definitions, then I agree that you should not seek closure mm. if your primary objective is to fix things with whoever you broke up with. Yeah, exactly. Well, I read this journalist, Lauren Jarvis Gibson. Hope I didn't butcher your name. You're probably not even listening. But they said that um, this, like, whole pursuit of closure relies on this love termination theory. Like, the love's gone out of the relationship and you want to know why. It, like, comes back to this same circular question. But she ends her whole stick saying, like, love mattered and closure doesn't make it not matter, which I actually really like. It's I really like positive. that too. That's yeah. quite romantic It's nice. Well. It's nice to just be like, love was in that relationship and now it's gone, but it doesn't, like, depreciate the extent to which you felt it. That made me think, like, when you're seeking closure about uh, kind of all the triggers you can have post a relationship. So, like, I know people who are, who were in relationships five years ago and then their ex likes their Instagram or something and they spiral. They're like, why would they do that to me? I actually are have you, a friend that this happened No, I had a friend that this happened to. She told me, she's like, my ex liked my Instagram. Why would he do that to me? And I was like, what do you actually mean? She's like, why would he make me think of him again? I was like, oh you've been God. over this relationship for five years and went back to square one. There is over no an Instagram over like. an Instagram like. Like there is no amount of conversation that can aid that intrinsic feeling people sometimes get when you know, they're reminded of things that made them really happy or a situation that they really enjoyed or even didn't enjoy. Like they absolutely hated. I think one really interesting um, perspective that I had from from a friend of mine was she was in a relationship with someone Mm. and things ended. They ended quite badly, but then they were back on good terms and it was... Lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. They weren't trying to be friends. They were just, like I said, good terms. And a few weeks down the line partner reaches out, ex-partner reaches out and is like, hey, I'd love to see you. Um, Let's go for a drink. Mm. Over a drink makes it abundantly clear that he wants to sleep with her one last time because he wants to get that closure. That's not closure. How? That's not closure. If you're going looking for closure from your ex and you've, like, manscaped, gone to bikini wax, any of that bullshit, if you're not going looking like a wet rag, if you're not going looking absolutely disgusting to get closure from your ex, you just want to bang and you're not looking for closure. Good night on that one. I couldn't agree more. I'm all for it. I I'm could not agree more. Just don't agree. use the word closure. Yeah. How dare you <laughs> appropriate that term when really you just want to get laid. Spare me this bullshit. It comes oh. back to the same thing I say all the time. People's relationships fails because they lie to themselves and each other. On that note. Yes. For those who do <laughs> actually <laughs> want to seek closure. You're wasting your time. How do we go about achieving closure? <laughs> What are the methods? How do you actually give someone closure? All right, I'll play devil's advocate on this one because, you know, I clearly don't believe in it, but we're here to help. That's fine. Um, So, I mean, I'm only aware of two. So, like, the closure conversation, that's the most stereotypical one, and then the last something. The last something. That one shits me to tears. Um, the closure conversation essentially is like when you you want to, I don't know, get questions answered, say whatever you needed to be said. What else do you do? What else? What do Even though that about? usually leads to a rabbit hole. Oh, 
a bloody a trench, a yeah. rabbit trench of questions that unravel after that one. I mean, why can't closure be a beautiful, you know, finishing statement? You know, the 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 finale to the movie. Hey, what we had was really beautiful. Have a great life. I'm sorry. I do not exist in a Gus Van Sant film. <laughs> like that is bullshit. <laughs> Here's a here's a closing statement. <laughs> Credits roll in our relationship. Spare me, spare me. The last book about romance I read, which I actually highly recommend. So we'll take this moment to <laughs> stick in a quick literary um, recommendation that everyone's probably gotten anyway, because it's like not a niche book. I read Normal People by Sally Rooney. The way that book ends, there is no closure. Absolutely none. They break up. Spoiler alert fucking 40,000 times and then you get to the end of it and I won't say what happens but you don't feel any sense of completion is what I'm getting at. So it seems to be this excuse. Gatsby as well and Sex in the City. In Gatsby, in Sex in the City. I mean, even with the two movies that followed, does she marry big in the second? No, she's married too big in the second one, but then she gets with Aiden and then she's like, oh, my God, I still love Aiden. Like, can you imagine? It's a mess. Can you imagine if Carrie Bradshaw can't pick which of the two tall, dark, handsome, successful, one was emotionally stable men, what do you actually, none of us have hope. <laughs> none of us have hope. Beyonce pretends to have closure at the end of Lemonade, but then she finishes with Formation. It's just like, oh, you know, that big emotional journey means nothing because now we're having fun and I'm buying him, what is it, Red Lobster because we had great sex? Like, spare me. No one gets closure. It's an absolute joke. Um, but back to how we achieve it. <laughs> um, so we've got the closure conversation. But do you, the last something. Does last that tie something. into that story of my friend? Yeah, like where you want to be like, this is, I'm going to say, like, this is the last time we kiss. Or this is the last time we sleep with but each other. But setting an ultimatum is never healthy. Oh, my God. Literally, like, all these, it reminds me of people when they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, 2020, new year, new me, I'm going to start this diet and I'm never going to go back. Like, you've all failed already. It also reminds me of how people who are in a relationship are, like, being treated awfully. Oh, my God. But they'll keep saying, I'm going to give it one more month and I'll see at the end of that. I can change them. (laughs) I can make them different. No, you can't. You know you can make different yourself by being single and getting the hell out of that stupid <laughs> relationship, honestly. But um, I read... Unless they're treating you like an absolute queen or king. Yeah. Otherwise, they're a get out. Get rid of them. Um, what was this article I was reading? Chicago Now said, Closure seems to be an excuse that we may use in a relationship when it ends to get one more chance to connect. How do you, like, connect with someone that is subsequently told you, or you may be that person that's told someone else, like, you don't want them anymore for X, Y, Z. I often wonder, like, do you really ever want to know the actual reason someone doesn't want to be with you? And think about what you say in your head compared to what you say out loud. Honestly, Uh, yes. uh, Yes, only if the someone is someone that ticked all the boxes for me, the hypothetical boxes of what I want in a long-term uh. partner. If I'm being rejected by someone that I consider, you know, the holy grail, yeah. I want to know why. 
if I'm being rejected. I actually genuinely want to know why because I want to work on those things. But what if it's like or, you're so ugly and I cannot stand oh the God. side of you? But that's what I mean. But like what, that's but, genuinely some people's but what if it's What if it's also something like you're too ambitious and I'm not? You make me feel like like I'm useless. But Then I want to yeah. know that because maybe that – special something the holy maybe I'm gonna quit my no, career no, 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 but like maybe maybe what I considered the holy grail should not be the holy grail maybe I should aim for something completely different to that actually that's a great point Thank yeah you. and that's something I've definitely experienced like when you think well I mean but that's love isn't it like you kind of put this person on a pedestal and you're just so overwhelming over I can't speak today that's really helpful um overwhelmingly obsessed with them and you think the absolute like they they are the pinnacle of civilization yep I've never felt that way maybe to that extent oh no ah I think I have but then I was proven wrong (laughs) again yes yes I was proven wrong and then you look back and you're like wow wow I know but I think the reason why I was proven wrong was because we had great communication in this relationship. Love. And Can't when wait. they turned around to say, this this, this actually really concerns me, like we have very, very different levels of ambition and mm. we see our futures in a very, very different light. Yeah. This is not going to work in the long run. That yeah. made me think, okay, I considered you to be the holy grail, but no, not anymore. Incorrect. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, that's the thing. I always wonder like, as someone who's only ever been dumped, admittedly, <laughs> admittedly, I, I've never had to think of this, but how would you give someone closure that I don't believe in? Oh. Like, because I see it from, again, complete self-interest. Like, if I were to break up with someone, the last thing I would ever want would to be to have to see them time and time again to constantly get paragraph after paragraph of questions. Like, I just want to, I want to nail it. Oh, dear it. God, that reminds me of another friend. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> the most toxic and unhealthy oh, God. citrus no, cycle would, I've ever seen. How would you seen. give someone closure before, before um, we get triggered? <laughs> okay, how would I give someone closure? I think I've never been in a situation where someone has approached me seeking closure. Yeah. So that is a little bit of a difficult question. But if if someone was seeking closure, me being myself, I think I would genuinely probably lie to soften the blow, which is... if You can't see this right now, but my face is pure disgust, <laughs> honestly. I feel like this any... This proves my point. Any hypothetical... Oh. No, go on, you liar. Go on. <laughs> Unless they've done something horrific to yeah. me and they deserve to hear it, which in in that case, if they have done something horrific to me, they know they've done it. Like, mm. they don't need me to tell them. So if they haven't done something horrific and I've wanted the relationship, situationship, whatever, to end and they're seeking closure, I, I don't think I would have, you know, the the guts to say I, I don't like you so because you're not intelligent enough you would never give them closure if you didn't say I don't like you because you're stupid and I don't think you're up on par with me intellectually I don't like you because you have cystic acne no shade to but anyone who does I I've th- suffered it it's fine I'm just using it as an but example but I think if those are things that you can't actually fix why haunt them with it 
Hey, I'm not here to judge reason people's reasons for being dumbed and But if I'm up. if I'm telling someone this isn't working because you're not intelligent enough. You how, can fix did, that. Oh, okay. You can read a book. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> this this relationship isn't going anywhere because you're too short. How do you fix that? Get shin growth. <laughs> What's that movie where he breaks his shins to be taller? Happen. It's <laughs> um it's got it's got Jude Law in it. It's actually a very good movie. Gattaca. I mean, Gattaca. It's great. He does that. I feel like if it's Not things like it's a language barrier, a cultural barrier. Which Why it, the hell are you, you dating can... this person in the first place? I'm talking hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. Oh, oh it just shits me to okay, how would tears. How would you give someone closure? I would write down, honestly, every single reason why I didn't want to be with them. I've done that before. And then I would strip it back. So if the problem was that they were too stupid, actually, (laughs) yeah, if the problem was that they were too stupid, I feel like this is a good example, I would write that down, you know, like you are the most, like, intellectually unstimulating. I'm making myself sound stupid. I don't even think that's a word. But, like, you absolutely do nothing for me cognitively. You are a waste of time in terms of my mental capacity. Well, then you're a terrorist. I would write that down, but then I would say, look, I have very strong feelings about this. I'm not going to share to you the extent, but the reason I'm dumping you right now is because you're not smart enough for me. And you can take with that what you will. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it for you, even though I kind of have, because what I said was way worse. But that's the reason. Don't come to me with a million other questions and solutions. You're dumb now. If you're not dumb in the future, you'll be smart enough to know not to date someone as shallow as me for dumping you for being dumb in the first place. I feel like I would have... (laughs) <laughs> I would have probably done something similar, but I would have said it in an even nicer way. Yeah, exactly. And just said that intellectually we want different things or But no, choose, see, that uh, opens questions because then they'd be like, well, what do you want? I want that because they're dumb. So they continue to waste their time. Moral of the story, don't date dumb people because then you I know, because then you have these problems and achieving a mythical thing gets even harder. (sighs) Next question before I have a heart attack. It's bloody hot in this studio. (laughs) Is closure a facade? Yes. I think we've kind of answered this. We we really actually have. We've made the argument no, that more often than friend, not, our yeah, friend, that's what I think. So more often than not, we want closure simply as an excuse to rekindle what we had with our exes. Wrong. <laughs> this is this sentence summarizes Wrong. our mutual friend in a nutshell. Oh dear, good friend of the show. Probably not after he hears this, <laughs> or she, or they. So it has been an ongoing cycle of seeking closure. Which turns into, you know, a coffee where both parties go with questions. In my organs. <laughs> both parties go with questions. They realize they miss each other. Even though they already knew they missed each other, they were just too scared to admit it to themselves and to us. Anyway, they become friendly again. And I use the term friendly because they they're not becoming friends. Because it's a lie. They're never becoming friends. Um, and then what follows is pure catastrophe. And then the same thing happens all over again a week later. A perpetual cycle of absolute bullshit. But will they learn? No. It 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 it's such a toxic and unhealthy cycle and I feel like and the essays they send Ugh. like literal war and peace 
is shorter than the text messages they send each other. And it brings no benefit to either of them because both are upset. Constantly, constantly upset. And absolutely, the other thing that shits me is people don't listen. Like, you can give someone closure and then they sit there with a monkey with symbols playing in their brain, flipping occasionally to show that they have some signs of life when you're talking to them, and then they do not take a single piece of advice you've said to them. Case in point, these two. Honestly, and we've spoken about the closure conversation. How do we feel about the closure conversation taking place via text? Oh, my God. Abysmally. Cancer. <laughs> Abysmally. <laughs> that should never happen. You lose. I. You know what? I'm just going to go on the record and say it is a scientific fact that if you text your ex or they text you paragraphs after you've broken up, you lose 10 years off your life. So just remember that next time you're, gonna ba- you're about to hit that send button. I think to summarize everything that we've spoken about in this episode, mm. I, it's a myth. It's a myth. But <laughs> but for those of you who still refuse to accept that closure is a myth, a, a, mist, a, mist. <laughs> a myth, and you're still seeking to receive closure. You from, are the problem. And <laughs> no, I wish no, no, you no, no. Absolutely nothing positive <laughs> in your breakups. Grow up, read a book, and self improve the hard way. So that's what B has to say about things. Alternatively, no. I have created a little <laughs> bit of a quiz. Ooh. Four questions long. This is something you should ask yourself before you seek closure. Uh, yes. Number one. Don't. <laughs> Number one. What's your primary objective for seeking closure? To indulge my own ego, to sleep with my ex, to... If if you're doing it because you have, fi- like, accepted that in the future it's going nowhere, you can't see this person, you know, in your life, they've let you down in a way that just does not align with how you see your future self or your future partner, then by all means, go and seek closure. Yeah, go and waste your time. But if deep down you're doing it because you really miss your ex, Mm -hmm. stay the hell away. And be honest. I saw a tweet that summed it up perfectly. Like, if you have done any sort of beauty treatment before going to see an ex to seek closure, you're trying to sleep with them, and we all know. Which brings us to question number two. Do you see yourself rekindling with this person in any way in the future? The answer is yes. Do not see them. (laughs) Just get over it and revisit the relationship when you've actually improved as a human being. Why would you continue to date the same trash? Recycle and create a new garment. (laughs) Question number three. Do you expect an apology from them? Oh, my God. If the answer is yes. Oh, you're going to hell. You're not going to get it. (laughs) You're You're really not going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the thing about closure is if... if It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. But if you're going into a conversation expecting them to see all the magical things that they said in your dream the other night, it's not going to happen. And you are a clown. You can tell them what they've done to let you down. But do not expect them to say the magic words that you want them to utter. Exactly. Now, this is the last question. Is this the first time you're talking to to your ex about something that they did that bothered you? Or has this been going an on... Oh, my God, I can't speak. Or has this been an ongoing conversation? Because pointing the finger at them will not make them understand. No. No, people get defensive. People do get defensive. You did this to me. No, no. If you didn't feel listened to in a relationship, okay, let me preface this with excluding abusive relationships because 
I feel like that's a given. Yeah. But, you know, some people are still four years old and you need to explain these things from the bottom up. Anyway, if if you're going in, like, saying, like, oh, you never made me feel loved, did you communicate that? Yes. Why'd you stay in the relationship then? Exactly. How many times did you have to explain it before you realised you didn't feel loved? When you got dumped? Like, come on. Give me that. And if you have already communicated it, but you're going seeking cl- closure to communicate it one more time, you're not seeking closure. The answer you're starting, is not changing. You're starting an argument. And yeah. nobody needs you're that. You're vindictive. <laughs> you're vindictive. Cher literally said being vindictive and constantly seeking revenge makes you ugly, okay? Do you want that? I don't, you know, pay tribute to conventional beauty standards that this society perpetuates, but ugliness is manifested from these negative emotions you will be harboring and it shows. Move on, be happy, and read a book and go educate yourself. We literally exist in, you know, a context where things like our planet is on fire. There are extreming, alarming, low education rates. In this country, there's something like a couple of hundreds of thousands of girls who can't access high school education because they suffer from period poverty. And you're sitting here Mm. thinking, oh, my God, what questions am I going to ask my ex because they dumped me? Grow up! (laughs) Get another income stream. Like, do something. So cancel your closure plans, go home, put on a face mask, and catch us next week for another episode of Officially Unofficial. Uh, Where I swear to God, I'm going to therapy after this because (laughs) everyone's made me angry. My blood is boiling. My blood is boiling. I'm at least 10 degrees hotter than when, not physically, but... No, like temperature-wise, <laughs> and we started. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, please follow us on Instagram at officially know. unofficial dot pod dot pod. Yeah, that's the important part. Don't remember the. Uh, don't remember. Do remember the dot. <laughs> Again, thank you very much. I'm not saying thank you. Say thank You've you. You've all pissed me off. <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. And and hey, value yourself. That's the real message here.